0: Hi, I'm Ari. I'm Nick.
1: Oh, wait, no, because I came up with one. I <laughs> forgot it. Yo, wait, no, to start this again.
0: Hi, I'm Ari. I'm Nick. And I'm morbidly obese. And is... Okay, <laughs> you're going to have to explain that one for me. There's nothing to explain.
2: They oh, okay. Just, just assume that there's nothing to just explain a thing. each time. Well, I feel like a lot of
0: times there's a... Like a reason or method or method. There is no method to
2: the madness anymore. I mean,
1: the thing is that, like, the thing that I love about my sense of humor is that I've reached a certain point with you, too, that, like, I don't have to say something funny, but you'll still assume it's a joke and laugh out of nervousness. (laughs) 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 So
2: that's really where I'm at right now. And so Uh, I don't
1: have to be funny anymore,
2: which is great. Yeah,
0: well. That's why we're making a podcast. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
2: Welcome, everyone, to the very first episode of... Postpone. This is the official podcast of whatever this thing that we do is. I'm I'm your host Nick Gohagen, and these are the boys. It's your I'm boy. also the host. Devin Carone. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, this is this is a thing that we've decided to do for some reason. Uh, Ari has coerced us all into attempting to do a podcast, which is something none of us have ever done. So mm-hmm. if this is terrible, that's why. Um, yeah, it's all Ari's fault. But, but I don't think best, it's going to you know? be. Terrible. And by ascension, Paul's. Yeah, it's Paul's fault. <laughs> um so yeah, uh this this is our thing. We do this now. It's going to be hopefully once every two weeks and we do we talk about movies, which is the exact same thing that we already do. So nothing has changed. It's just you can't see our faces anymore. Hallelujah <laughs> Um thank goodness. And we Are can't a... do
1: Ken Burns effects anymore.
2: Ari, do you you want to tell us why you were so enthusiastic about doing a podcast? I don't know if I've ever asked this.
0: Oh, well, it sounds like it'd be fun, first of all. I don't, like, know if there's any other reason we need to, but, uh... (laughs) I feel like, you know, it's so sad. I watched the final episode of Pwn, and there was all the videos. I'm like, we need to give these people more, even though they probably felt relieved that it was all over. (laughs) We will not end. We will not go, uh... We will not go into gentle nights.
2: into that good
0: night. I'm not fucking leaving. Hey. Yeah. Uh, so you know what? Let's 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 make a podcast and let's keep removing, uh, reviewing movies. <laughs> Are they gonna say removing subscribers?
2: And I was like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's about right. <laughs> and I don't know who it was. I think it even happened in the final episode. Whoever came up with postpone, fantastic name. We've been yeah. talking about doing this for a very long time, and. Out of Nowhere Postpone came up, and we're like, that's a fantastic name. Uh, so here we are, I guess. Here this we are. This is the thing we do here now. Here we
0: are. We are here to review movies in a somewhat more organized format than we have in the past, because we have a system now, I Yeah, we have Except a system. Except
2: for the
1: fact that this is unedited, which could lead it to being <laughs> less organized.
2: <laughs> it's, it's simultaneously better and worse. Well, it's going to be edited. Uh, I'll try. But yes, Ari is correct. <laughs> there is a system. So what we're going to do is, for the first half... Of our podcast, however long it ends up being. We're going to be talking about movie news. Maybe if we saw something in theaters, we can talk about it. Just generic stuff. It could be anything. We could talk about whatever we want. This is our show, and you can't tell us what to do. Exactly. And then the second half, we're going to be talking about a movie that uh, each week, one of us is going to pick a movie that we would like the other two to watch. And then the next episode, we will be discussing it. And so the first movie that we are going to talk about, I selected just to kick us off uh, this episode. We're going to be talking about Harold and Maud, but that comes later. So stay tuned now for this movie. Now is not the time
1: for fear.
2: That comes later. Uh... Bitch.
0: <laughs> yeah, and also after uh, at the end of each episode, we're gonna tell we're gonna actually recommend a movie so uh, on the air. So. Y- you guys can also watch it if you yeah, are yeah, trying yeah. to. Yeah, if the you'd one like that we'll be be follow talking follow along, about next could. episode. Yeah, it's a follow-along. And we're also gonna watch it, if we've already seen it, we're gonna watch it more recently. So we can all have somewhat more, I guess, coherent discussion on the <laughs> matter. Yeah,
2: and I, I'm hoping that compared to Poem, this is gonna be a lot more in-depth discussion, more orderly. I don't know what it is. We never managed to figure out like, sometimes we'd have a little gem of, of discussion, but... We never really did analysis well, I think.
0: Mm-hmm. We never
2: did, like, uh, specifics. Eh, we just we'll did, like, ah, out. this part's good. So, we'll fix it in post. Uh, really exactly. quickly, just to clarify. I don't know where our comedy is going to be without it all the Ken Burns and whatever. Yeah. Uh, just to clarify, uh, we all live in different states now. None of us are, are together. We do this uh, all, all, all across the U.S. This is now a national podcast. So Crazy. Well, we, crazy crazy
0: are we allowed to fucking cuss <laughs> i guess i
2: guess we are sure shut your fucking mouth kid um shut your fuck so yeah y'all liking college so far the two of you it's very nice very nice nick yeah, yeah. i miss mexican food besides that yeah i
0: yeah.
1: i too miss mexican food uh i so don't because i
2: still live in california so <laughs> you live closer it. to mexico than we ever <laughs> <do>. <laughs> You. i yeah i live closer to mexico now than i did before uh-huh. uh huh. uh but yeah, the, this is this is where we are now. So instead of filming poems, we record a podcast. And mm-hmm. the very, very first thing that we're going to be talking about on this podcast is this movie that's come out that some people like. It's called Joker. Uh, okay. I have not seen the Joker. Ari has so not seen I it, so we're not going to yeah. be spoiling it. Don't worry. But we uh-huh. just wanted to talk about it very briefly because Wes and I both saw it. Yeah. And we have opinions. I will tell you the three things I
0: know about the movie. Yeah, okay. what are they? Actually, this four things. Okay. Mixed
2: reviews. Okay. There's like stairs. Well, okay. Joker Actually, stairs. just to clarify, mixed critical reviews. Uh, mixed audiences seem reviews. to love this. Yeah. Yes. Which we'll most get into. people
0: I've talked to have really liked. All right, all right. The Joker like, stares,
1: The Joker stairs are in the Bronx, in New York.
2: Hey, have Ev- you seen those exact stances? I haven't
1: gone yet, but I'm definitely going. Everyone at NYU is talking about it.
2: Yeah, Wes, you need to take the picture. You need to do the dance. <laughs> you, already gonna, like, do the dance? you already know I will. You already know I will. Of course. You better. Except it's I'll probably be going to do- be a line. I'll, like be, the, uh... I'll be
1: doing the meme of him with Spider Man and I'll dress up as emo to- to- Toby, Toby <laughs> You'll Garfield. Toby both characters. I, I just said Toby Garfield because I forgot that. Night Monkey? I, I just put both of those Spider Man together. <laughs> yeah. No, Toby McGuire, yes. Um, but yes, okay. Ari, third and fourth things that you know, because there's a fifth thing that you know that I will tell you.
0: It is very controversial.
2: Yes. Uh, okay. I don't know why. It's Well, cause there's controversy. there's controversy.
0: Yeah, there's controversy. Also, the last thing I know, it has nothing to do with Batman.
2: Yes. I mean, not nothing. It's a DC movie, so <laughs> yeah. it's got that. Okay, but... like it doesn't like you don't see
0: Batman like do head to head fight with like the Joker, as far as I know.
2: Uh, as far as so you know, yes. So hopefully
0: I leave this conversation not knowing very much else about the movie. Ari, there's a, uh, fifth, you'll know
1: there's a fifth thing that you know, Ari, and that is that we live in a society. <laughs> and if oh, there was, shit, did they...
2: I didn't even hear the line. I didn't hear him say it.
1: He says, uh, do you know it, how it feels to be blah, blah, blah in a society that like treats you like trash?
2: Yeah. On the so he does show. not say the exact words, does he? No, but he says oh, no.
1: society, and I feel like that's enough.
2: Sure. He
0: just says the word society. Okay.
1: <laughs> hey, we all Close knew what he was meme. saying. We yeah. all
2: knew what he was saying. He says just... at least each of those words at least once. So. <laughs> anyway. um. At least once. Anyway, do you want to start us off on that, Nick? Yeah, sure. So I saw it on Tuesday. Uh, by the day that this comes out... Oh, I forgot to mention, the reason that it's coming out... We're recording this early, but the day that this comes out is going to be the fifth anniversary of the first episode of Pwn. Hey, that's why we shit. picked this date
0: hey let's go
2: yeah so wes and i have been doing this for five years and yeah. i don't know who i was five years ago <laughs> not Ari. yeah it's
1: actually that was uh pablo you were actually morbidly obese
0: <laughs> oh well um, i mean probably more so actually i don't know but morbidly so yeah so. Um, i mean it's the freshman 15
2: yeah so five years ago on the day that this goes out we started doing this and now we're still doing it for some reason but yep. anyway, Joker, I saw it on Tuesday, it came out a while ago, and by the time this goes out, it'll have been a long time ago, but we're still going <laughs> to talk about it. Uh, I thought it was fine. Wesley, what did you oh. think of Joker?
1: <laughs> I, I thought it was good. I think I think Nick and I texted about this. I think it was a good movie, but not a great like DC movie.
0: Yes. It, it. Wait, aren't DC movies known to be, like, worse? Yeah, I mean, like, as a comic
1: book movie, is... it doesn't really work.
0: Okay, feel... yeah, yeah, It is a oh, good DC okay.
2: movie. It's not a good... By Wes's description, it is not yeah, a good representation of this character. And I would agree. I was thinking throughout the film, like, I kind of wish this was just a movie about a guy.
1: <laughs> yeah, which
2: I'm. it probably started off as. It, it might have. I wouldn't be shocked. If there weren't so like such
0: prestigious like implementations of this character in the past, you probably wouldn't be saying that, no? Well
1: no, it's just like
2: you you go ahead.
1: It's a different character, I think. And so then like even the comics. So like you have certain preconceived notions of what makes this character this character and they don't really lean into those aspects. Whereas like I think that this performance, you know, is second only to Heath Ledger's Joker. This is like an amazing Joker performance but it's not really the joker.
2: It, yeah, it's okay. okay. That's that's I I went in cuz obviously I don't care about comic books at all and the only two jokers I've seen. Actually, I've seen a lot of them. Never mind. But I I've seen multiple interpretations of this character and I don't Number
1: 10, Jared Little. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like even in The Dark Knight, like that, you know, it's more jokery than this, but it's also Completely different than what I assume comic book Joker is like. You know? Right, right. Of course, the
0: Dark Knight's gonna be. I I, I don't it's like know an if iconic Joker.
2: Yeah, but I don't know if comic book Joker is as violent as. Yeah, he's he's more funny. Yeah, he. Like he he's Caesar he is Romero, a yeah. Jack Nicholson, just dancing around the screen has his big gun that he shoots the plane well, with. This this Joker dances around the screen. Well, he does dance <laughs> around the <laughs> on screen. On the stairs, and he without ha- without saying anything, yeah. I would not say he is. The, the the biggest thing that Wes and I decided is that this Joker is not a threat compared to the Dark Knight Joker and even yeah. the other interpretations, you know. Like Jared Leto terrible Joker, but you know, he does he does have his criminal was, empire or whatever. What you say he's
0: like terrible terrible Jared Leto?
2: Uh yeah, I'd say terrible terrible. Why? Because sure. just it's so weird. I I don't even think it's like Again, I, don't I don't think care it's about his the fault. Comments. I think
1: it's the writing. I think it's like. It's I don't the even think it's his and fault. The like, for some reason, like. No he just... I don't
2: think
0: it was performed necessarily poorly. Yeah, I don't think it was he performed poorly. I just stuff. think
1: that the character that they chose was just wrong. Like, why did. Why? Yeah. I mean, he I think he did as well as he could have done for this shitty idea they had for a Joker with a damaged tattoo yeah. who <laughs> shoots a guy because the guy doesn't want to sleep with his girlfriend.
2: Yeah. Whereas, you know, this. The the things that I liked about the Joker movie are all things that would work best in a different type of movie. So there's a lot of stuff in this movie that's reminiscent of King of Comedy and Taxi Driver. Yeah, I
1: mean, they were originally going to get Martin Scorsese to direct this. That yeah. was like one and of the early, he, early rumors.
2: He was going to executive produce it and then couldn't because he was working on The Irishman. So then Bradley um, Cooper which, decided to, which I was yeah, really surprised about, about when I saw that. In Bradley theaters. Cooper produced this film, which I didn't find out until after the fact.
0: Would that make more sense to why the critics or the people who are actually involved and probably care about the comics and consistency with the Joker are the ones who hate it more than, like, your character? No, I,
2: I don't think the critics care about it being the Joker. I think they're opposed to what this movie, what they think this movie is.
1: Yeah, the critics against this think that it's very derivative. Um, that it's just kind of like... A copy of Taxi Driver and King of Comedy, which I get, you know. And is it is. very reminiscent I've, of I've those. I've seen
2: King of. Uh, Wes, have you seen King of Comedy? I have. I've seen both of them. Yeah, King of yes. Comedy is great. I honestly might be one of my favorite Scorsese films. Mm-hmm. And it is. Have I seen any Scorsese ones? Incredibly you know similar.
1: Of? Yeah, you've seen Goodfellas, right? You've or. Seen, uh, no. You've have seen Departed you seen with Hugo? Us, maybe? No. Maybe not then. <laughs> is he good? Uh, He's good, but I think that he just. He has, like, one story that he tells really well, but he just tells the same story in all his movies. Yeah.
0: Oh, I think we might have talked about this. We I probably mean, have His movies him, are all yes. about,
2: you know, damaged American men. That's uh-huh. what he does. And this is that White American movie. men. I have not seen
1: a single, like, <laughs> non-white person in any of his movies.
2: Well, according to Pwn 25, you think there's a <laughs> black man in The Departed, so... <laughs> What do you mean I think? Like, it's a theory I have? No, like... like, you said this. You said Departed is about two men. Marky Mark Wahlberg, Matt Damon, and a black guy. <laughs> oh,
1: nice. Oh, the memories.
2: But, yeah, no, this this movie is very... classic. It's incredibly reminiscent of King of Comedy. Uh, like, without... Obviously, I mean, Ari, you haven't seen King of Comedy, so saying that isn't really a spoiler, but... <laughs> No, like once you've seen King of Comedy, you've basically seen this movie, and the other way around. It's just one of them happens to be about a supervillain,
1: and the other's just a guy.
2: One is worse than the other. Yeah, no, King of Comedy is fantastic, but this movie, as much as it's similar to King of Comedy, they serve two different purposes. But, like, that's that's part of the thing. Is like this movie would have worked better, in my opinion, as just a you know, a story about a broken man. Mm-hmm. Even, even if he it played it a clown. And then it might be almost the you know? exact
0: same then? <laughs> I, I More
1: think than it is already? It could be I, the same movie that it is right now, just called, like, Clown Man.
2: Yeah, he could even still be a clown. Like, as long as they... There's, like, minor references to him being the Joker, you know? But, like, even those, like, are, names, they feel
1: they feel kind of forced. Like, it doesn't need to be that way, I guess. Yeah. Does this have any influence on the universe? No, this like, is unrelated to the universe. Yeah, there's
2: a standalone which okay. I like. I like so the this current being its own thing. Is there, is no, there
1: is no current universe, Sorry, They have like they <laughs> are like rebooting so
2: and half booting and re recooling like a bunch of movies. It's just so weird to me that Jared Leto Joker is in the same universe as like the Aquaman movie. Like that's just so weird to yeah. me. Yeah. They and have Shazam. no idea what they're doing. Shazam. Shazam is in the same universe? <laughs> yes, they, oh my they reference God. Superman and Batman in Shazam. <clears throat> How embarrassing. Um, I mean, as much as we're like saying semi-negative things about this movie... All in all, like, it's a
1: very good movie. It's very well made.
2: It, yeah, it's very well made. It looks good. I thought the music was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Acting uh, is fantastic. Yeah, Joaquin Phoenix is really, really good in this. Mm-hmm. And some of the other people are good too. No one else like stands out. But yeah, as a, movie, good.
1: as a movie, it's it's really good. It's in my top five for the year.
2: Yeah, I'd say it's just barely the in year my is top five. year's almost too
0: close, so that's not a small feat. I'm, yes, yeah, it is. This year sucks for movies. This year
2: sucks for movies, as I'm sure we'll
1: get into in a later episode.
2: Yeah, I've been working on my 2019 Ooh. films, and I I keep getting disappointed. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so... To transition from Joker, we can also talk about this other movie. Have you ever been
0: impressed after a year, looking back?
2: Yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, going into 2018...
1: 1973,
2: what a great <laughs> year. I, back in the day. You know, going into 2018, I was, you know, not having a good time. But looking back, I think there was a lot of good stuff that came out. Off the top of my I head, agree. you know, I probably couldn't. But, like, you know, I thought... Favorite Aquaman. was really good. Oh, yeah, Aquaman, the <laughs> best movie ever made. Uh, Roma. There's all sorts of good stuff from last year. It's just uh-huh. it took a while to get to get to it. And maybe that's the same here, but, like, the best things I've seen have been weird or foreign. So, right, like, American blockbusters this year have not been great. I think it's a weird <laughs> year when an Avengers movie is in my top five, unironically. Because a generally, I don't like an those. Avengers movie. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but we can get into that in a different episode. Uh, continuing on DC movies, oh, I boy. have some very brief news about the Batman movie that exists. Okay, with Robert uh, Batten Bat. Robert Batten Bat. Um, they have announced that Zoe Kravitz, who is in some movies, X Men um, First Class, First Class Fury Road, Fantastic Beasts, other things probably. Ah, uh, she will be playing Catwoman in the movie, and oh. uh, the thing that's interesting about that is she played Catwoman in the Lego Batman movie. Really? Um, yeah, oh. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, which I think is weird because so you know, does this mean they're in the same universe? I'd like to think so. <laughs> um, and Paul Dano, who was in Little Miss Sunshine and probably other movies, is he like a really be, wiry guy? Yeah, he's got a face. Ah, uh, you know what I mean. Okay. He, he was in 12 Years a Slave. I don't know if he's in anything that you've seen. But uh, okay. he's going to be playing the Riddler. So I, I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, less interesting physique. than... It's just like yeah. <laughs> Slenderman. Less, <laughs> less interesting than this news of who's going to be in it is the fact that these characters are in it. That the Riddler I think is going to be in it, yes. Yeah, Catwoman and Riddler are both going to be in this movie. And then also they announced the uh, music will be done by that guy... With the Italian name, what's his name was Michael Giacchino. Oh, is yes. that his name? yeah. Yeah, like, he's the be doing Italian the music.
1: guy who does all the Pixar movies and shit. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Did he do? Is he the one that did the Planet of the Apes? He did. Okay, because he's the guy that makes he he does the pun titles. Sounds, yeah. Yes. All, of his, all his songs are puns.
1: Literally all of them. The That's the great. end credit song for Ratatouille is End Credit Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um so do either of you I like, care about this? I do, I do care because I really like the Riddler as a villain. I mean, they've never gotten him right in the one movie that they put him in with So um, is Jim this Carrey. movie going
2: to get it right, do you think? Uh I
1: I honestly cannot say because DC has just been like all over the place lately. Yeah. Right. I, I mean like they they're slowly going up in quality, but like I don't think I don't think Joker's enough for me to be like, yeah, I okay. think they know what they're doing.
2: Okay, so he Matt Reeves the director wrote the screenplay. He also he directed
1: wrote, uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah,
2: he directed Dawn. He did the first Cloverfield. Um, and he did some other stuff that I don't care about.
1: Yeah, so he's competent.
2: Yeah, he he's probably that, got it handled, probably. I mean, yes.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, back to the Riddler. I think, yeah, the Riddler's a very interesting villain. I like it when... He, I think he's a good foil to Batman because he's not... Um, he's like a mental foil, I guess. Like Lex Luthor is a Superman. They yeah. don't fight, but uh, he just does stupid riddles. If you can save Catwoman before the clock blows up, then you... a yeah. helicopter. <laughs> 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 yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, and that's cool. The Catwoman thing, whatever. I mean, like, I think there's probably gonna be a lot of Batman villains in this movie. I think leaked a while back that it's gonna be kind of based on the Long Halloween. Which mm-hmm. I myself haven't read, but like features like most of the uh, Batman rogues gallery, so that'll be fun. Maybe if they have learned anything from Spider-Man 3 and having yeah, three different say. villains in a movie, except I they're mean, probably gonna have even more in this. You c- you can I mean, I have multiple villains seen in a movie. An interpretation
0: I think. of either Catwoman or the Riddler.
1: Really, but you have seen The Dark Knight Rises because you thought it was the first one. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and that has Catwoman in it.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about her. Who, yeah. What's her name? What's her name? Anne Hathaway. All right. Uh, cool. That's that's. I mean, are they? I'm confused. Like, the Riddler is he supposed to be a silly maniac? <laughs> Cause he like asks questions. He asks riddles. Like, how different is he from the Joker? <laughs> Cause yeah. I haven't seen interpretations.
1: I the Riddler's usually like um like, an ultimatum kind of guy. I guess it is similar to the, maybe to the Dark Knight Joker in a bit, where, like, he would maybe pull a stunt, like, the, you have to save only one of them or something. Um, Yeah.
2: But, like, I, correct me if I'm wrong, the difference is, like, the Joker is causing mischief, whereas the Riddler has something in mind, and he's just cryptic about what he's doing, right?
1: Yeah, the Riddler's just kind of, like, a serial killer who, like, wants to, like, fool the people. You know, it's like how the Zodiac Killer yeah. used a code just because he knew he could fool people. Yeah, and whereas the Joker
2: up. would not use a code. He'd prance about on a staircase. <laughs> yep, <laughs> and get nuts. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. Uh, So, another news article. I We really don't have to talk about this for long. I just wanted to tell you guys because I thought it was the funniest thing ever. Okay. Um. So, a couple days ago on Reddit, there was a headline that made uh, big news in in the movie subreddit and it said studio ghibli is committed to the theatrical experience it has no plans to ever stream films right and they okay. said in this article that they don't ever want to put any of their movies on streaming because they like the idea of um you know getting that full experience of watching it in a theater which doesn't really make sense because like i own some of these on dvd <laughs> yeah exactly but Literally the very next day, all 21 Studio Ghibli films to stream exclusively on HBO Max. It took a single day for them to change their minds.
1: Maybe that was just their bargaining chip. Like how Sony was like, yeah, you'll never get Spider-Man. And Ghibli's like, yeah, you'll never get our movies. And then HBO Max is like, what if we pay you like $50 million? They're like,
2: okay, yeah. But like, like- I, it was... I. It was at the point where they were on the same page. Like, the other article wasn't (laughs) even old enough to leave the front page yet. Yeah, that's
1: crazy.
0: That's crazy. Um, (laughs) That is really funny.
2: I have no opinion on this because I don't care. I don't know what HBO Max is. I'm pretty sure there's something called HBO Now.
1: Side side, side note, there's something called HBO Now and HBO Go. What the fuck is HBO Max? Oh, there's three. (laughs) What is normal HBO? It's just a TV channel. That's a, that's a channel, yeah. Yeah, okay. but, like, why do they have three on-demand services? I don't know.
0: I have no, no idea. <laughs> oh, they. I, I think if you have one, do you not have, like, the others? You have them all, yes. <clears throat> if yeah. you have the channel, you have everything. So it's, like, I don't really, I don't really understand
1: what's going on here, but... Is there, like, these movies not already, like... like on any streaming service? I just assume they were. I think everything's on every streaming service. Like, I don't know. Maybe they just want to make it seem like they have a lot more stuff than is, they actually Is do. maybe
2: HBO Max is movies and then HBO Now or Go or whatever is TV? I don't know. I mean, know. maybe
1: they're going to change it to that. Um, I don't know. But it's... Yes, this is very funny.
2: So, yeah. I mean, I have no opinion on this because they can stream whatever they want. Probably I just, just thought it was funny stuff. that they change uh-huh. their mind in a single day
1: yeah um maybe their stock like plummeted right after they announced that they're like uh maybe
2: maybe we take it back we were, <laughs> we were, just, we were just kidding we were just kidding but they the, the, the quote so, they have prank. here from the uh the chief content officer of hbo max says studio ghibli films are visually breathtaking completely immersive experiences and we are proud to showcase them in an accessible way for even more fans through hbo max which is okay, so basically that's Max,
0: the, or because that also describes the others, I think.
2: Yeah, I again. no now, is clue he what only the, the content
1: director of Max, or is he the content director of all of HBO? He's.
2: It says he's president of TNT, TVS, and True TV. So, so only certain even, channels
1: owned by HBO.
2: Yeah, so not even all of <laughs> HBO. <laughs>
1: Amazing! <clears throat> I love this compartmentalization. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a funny story. <laughs> funny story. Um. It's not a Ghibli movie, but it is like a Japanese animated movie. Um, one of me and Yuchen's like, Chinese friends downloaded it recently, mm-hmm. and um, we want to watch it together, and Yuchen was like, okay, can we watch it with Japanese dub and Chinese subtitles? And I'm like, bitch, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> uh, <laughs> wait, which movie? Uh, it's it's called Paprika. It's a Japanese animated oh, movie. It's pretty I've good. I've heard of this. It, yeah, it's, it's like Inception's based on it. I, um, I've
2: heard that, yeah, I heard it was similar yeah, to in Inception.
1: It's weirder than Inception. Anyway, all yeah. Right. I just thought I'd think about that Because, like, how the fuck would I have watched that? And
2: then, that? Wes, one of your favorite movies is a Ghibli film, right? You, yes. You're really big into Princess Mononoke, right? Oh,
1: Princess Mononoke is an amazing movie. Top right. three. Probably top two movies That's impressive. All time for me.
2: After yeah. Aquaman, right?
1: Yes, after yeah. Aquaman. And then Alita Battle Angel. <laughs> and then uh, Ad Astra. All Those the are a are movies. are all in your top two? Yes. <laughs>
2: yeah. All right. Uh Moving on, a- another very brief point of news. I'm not good at the transitions for this. I'll figure it out as we go on. <laughs> just but... Adam in post. Yeah. <laughs>
1: we'll do all oh, add like the Batman sound like <laughs> yeah. And
2: I-, I won't I won't lead every episode. Once we're done with this one, you know, maybe Oh, next we have to time. do research
1: too. Oh no, you don't you
2: don't have to. I'm just saying like we can yeah. have multiple people come up with stuff to talk about, you know. We don't for all sure. have to Yeah, we can have show notes. Yeah, it doesn't sure. have for to sure. be as as structured as this is right now we're we're still figuring this all out you know uh-huh. um i, I have curious news. To what the other articles are though yeah this is literally all i have about this i couldn't find more information there's going to be a movie based on the tv show barney and daniel kaluuya is producing it
1: oh i thought you were gonna say daniel kaluuya is playing barney <laughs> and i was like I oh my I god on the article because it just he's said actually with gonna daniel say kaluuya. the n-word
2: <laughs> yeah i was so excited <laughs> <laughs> I clicked the link. I was kind of disappointed, but I uh, just thought I'd throw that in there. Daniel
0: Kaluuya have experience with anything other producing than acting? Yeah. <laughs> with Probably Barney. Uh,
2: I can watch look him like it have up.
1: been one of the little kids on the show. Like you like see one of those clickbait articles. Ooh. It's like these kid actors. Where are they now? And it's just like Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah. get out. Like,
0: is Barney actually gonna be like a rated R film? Oh, is this gonna be like, like one one the gritty reboot
1: of Dar- of Barney? I hope so. <laughs>
0: yeah. We're gonna
2: get a uh, Jordan Peele
0: to direct it's it. It's gonna be like Happy Time Murder kind of thing. Uh
1: huh. With Barney. <laughs> I like this.
2: All right, I'm I'm down. I'm down.
1: It'll just be called Barney.
2: Yeah. That'll be it. Yeah. It'll
1: just be the word Barney. Like.
0: It's gonna be the, it's gonna be the same movie as Joker and the other one, except uh-huh. it's Barney. What's the other one? <laughs> the one that you said Joker was the same as? Oh, <laughs> King of Comedy. King of Comedy. Yeah, it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be same King, movie of, as King of, Comedy, of Comedy, but he dresses up Barney. like a
2: purple dinosaur. Uh huh. <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, I've only got one more piece of news here. I I found something about, uh, China has canceled the release of Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Really? So I guess they were still waiting for it to come out there, but now, now it's not out. Now it's not coming out. Is it because they made
1: fun of Bruce Lee?
2: (laughs) No, I think, actually, it might be. He... Quentin Tarantino refused to edit it to conform to Chinese censorship. And so they're just like, okay, we're not going to play it. Then. <laughs> so I don't know what he expected. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. So it says that Bruce Lee's daughter made a direct appeal to the National Film Administration to get rid of his portrayal in the film. Really? And then Quentin Tarantino's like, yeah, I'm not going to do that.
1: Wow. Wow like you'd think it might be for like the violence or something but it's literally just because they shit on bruce lee i'm i'm sure that and that the violence is part all, of all it China.
2: but like i can't imagine that playing well over there in the first place like <laughs> if if it only works as we discussed if it only works knowing about uh that era sharon yeah. tate and going tate, in yeah like i can't imagine that the average chinese viewer has the well, context i kind to of that. enjoyed it well, yeah, uh, I mean, I didn't there's know. there's stuff to get out of it, but like I don't, you know, I don't. Know I mean, if they it do translates love. Translates well. To... They love spoilers. Like. Any <laughs> but, movie
0: yeah. where freaking DiCaprio's having margaritas late at night and some random girl falls into her <laughs> his his pool, so he <laughs> takes out a flamethrower and roasts her head. I like uh, it's so that's good. enough.
2: Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I guess they were gonna. I guess they were gonna release it like three months after it first came out over there. But <laughs> uh-huh. sure. Um, Great. Well, I, again, I have zero commentary on this. I'm just telling you about it. <laughs>
0: um, ching, ching, ping. Can I talk about Parasite? I'd
2: love if are you talk about it. Are we allowed to talk parasite. about
0: China, or are we going to get, like, removed in China?
2: I, yeah, you know what? I doubt this <laughs> would play in China anyway. Ari, Ari,
1: what tanks are you talking about? I don't know any
0: tanks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I already made a Pooh Bear reference, so yeah. it's probably not going to go good. Thanks, but no
2: tanks. <laughs> uh Wes, if you want to talk about parasite I, I can talk about parasite
1: briefly so ari there's this uh korean movie that um <clears throat> it won the Cannes film festival which is like the most prestigious one right uh yes it, okay. it Palme won, it won, yeah won the palm d'Or this this year it's this korean movie by this guy who's directed a number of movies most
2: notably or not is most notably. An international, but
0: international film
2: uh, festival it uh, is an Cannes, international yeah, film yeah in, it's in france i um, yeah while you talk about that i can pull up what
1: yeah. yeah, I mean like pulp fiction won the Cannes Film Festival. So like Yeah,
2: no, I'm I'm saying like what came out like American films that played there this okay. year. Mm-hmm. I was curious whether you said the it was most prestigious like maybe it was the most Korean yeah. prestigious or No, like...
1: no, no. Most prestigious in the world. So the Lighthouse was not okay. in competition
2: for the Palme d'Or. It was in it was in there for something else. But uh um, American films that were in competition were Terrence Malik has a new movie apparently. Amazing. Um, <laughs> uh Jim Jarmusch made *The Dead Don't Die*, which is apparently not good, probably. Yes. <laughs> that played um, *Once Upon a Time in Hollywood* was in competition, and I believe that's it for America. Is it generally dominated by American movies? No, it's pretty international. Yeah, I'm looking. There's no majority here on what's playing. there's Chinese that's films, French films? Actually, there's a lot of French films on this list. Um, yeah, but yeah, Parasite 1 <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat>
1: <clears throat> Anyway, so yeah, this this guy Bong Joon-ho, uh,
2: <laughs>
0: Bong Joon-ho. That's what I said. Bong Ho. No, it's because said, it's like, because Jim.
1: it's because one of the families in the film, their last name is Kim. That's yeah. why I was saying that. Um, anyway, this guy, director of Snowpiercer and the host, which Paul talks about <laughs> in the second yeah. episode of Phone, yeah. weirdly enough, um, has made this amazing movie that is already my favorite movie of the year so far. I see the lighthouse tomorrow, so we'll see if that changes. But as of now, this movie is my favorite, and it's amazing. I and think there's a good
2: chance it'll be mine too. Yeah. And what is you, the
1: genre? I see. Like, I don't even think I should tell you that. You really don't tell me. Yeah, I don't think I, you I don't should know, know anything going into this movie, except um, that okay. it's good. And don't don't even okay. like have any preconceived notions. Don't be trying to think what the genre is, because like,
0: yeah. Should I watch it alone? Should I watch it with friends? Should I watch it after a good day, bad day? Like, is there anything I should know? Um, I mean, like, it might be good to watch it with friends. Like, I feel like the if I'm, if, I'm dr- if it's drunk late at night on a spooky night and I'm watching it with friends, I'm still gonna have a good time, whether I was, like, focused down with my notes or, like, I don't know. Um, you'll have a good is- time, but I think you should be focused. Like the reason I'm asking this is because I don't want to have the same situation as uh, sorry to bother you. Okay, well
1: <laughs> this movie also has is in Korean, so like you need to be sober enough to understand the subtitles. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's in <laughs> Korean. Yeah. It's
2: also in theaters still. So. Yeah. It's the yeah. so,
1: but like if you actually want to see it, I think the theater experience is actually pretty nice for this movie. All right. Like that's this good. movie, I think was good to see in theaters.
2: Yeah.
1: Yes. I don't
0: I don't know if I can trust myself watching a subtitled <laughs> movie in theaters
1: trust me this this movie is is pretty pretty amazing it's well made well shot well acted the the script is amazing like the writing is fantastic the whole thing in the movie like this there's so much stuff that's just so well made about this will be playing in bloomington indiana you think honestly probably not it's playing at very few theaters in new york yeah
2: um i mean it's, it's coming out here in a week though i found a theater playing it it's that's that's very cool Less, I'm um, gonna walk. So to how get long do I have it? to wait until I can
0: uh, legally stream it?
1: <laughs> uh, I don't know, maybe like six months. That's normal. Well for a also movie. I see. mean I that's a while. I mean I think it's come out in Korea, so it might
2: even be online already. Yeah, I don't know. as
1: long as yeah, as
2: long as you can find it with it's probably out there already with subtitles, but mm-hmm. who knows?
1: But either way, uh yeah, this movie's it's really good. It's really captivating and it's not like the type <clears throat> of movie that you think would win a film festival like it is obviously like a film and it's made with love but it doesn't it's not pretentious and it's not super too artsy
0: for all its right own good. that's good
2: yeah Damn. yeah well because that's the thing is i that's why i was shocked when i found out you liked it is because you seem to hate anything you think is pretentious and exactly. your definition of pretentious is like art <laughs> <laughs> But I, I, I hate
0: art because it's too pretentious. Yeah,
2: I was incredibly excited for this. And recently I watched Memories of Murder, which is one of the director's earlier films. It came out in 2003. Mm-hmm. And oh my god, it is incredible. It is probably by far my favorite film of that year, but that's not saying much because I looked through the list of movies that came out that year and it's ridiculous. Uh-huh. Um but yeah memories of murder is fantastic and uh depending on how this series goes i might force you guys to watch it at some point cuz it is really Sounds really good, good nice um snowpiercer is good too uh, i liked yeah. the host i have not seen mother but oakje is fine. He did mother? Uh yes. No, he oh, didn't. No no, no no no. Not that mother. That's Darren oh, Aronofsky. Wait, oh Okay. <laughs> okay I was multiple like multiple movies called mother. He didn't he did, do mother he did exclamation mother. mark. Yeah, not he did mother no punctuation. Okay. Uh now that we've talked about this this movie, I think that's everything unless unless either of you have something to talk about. No, I don't think um, I have any new topics. No. Actually,
0: yeah. I do want to say like are you guys anticipating watching more spooky classics? That the season has rolled around?
2: Uh I I, I mean are you big, or
0: not even spooky classics, so you big scary movie people. I don't think I've, we've talked very much about spooky movies.
2: Yes, I love horror movies. Yeah, we don't talk about this often on Pwn for some reason. Except for well, the fact sure that Halloween. horror movies kind of suck. Yeah. well, <laughs> I actually, really I like the idea the of horror movies. I saw Midsummer recently, and maybe I'll talk Midsummer. about that at some point. Yeah, Mids- Midsomar is yes. a crazy film to watch in any group setting. I I don't think it's in theaters anymore, but they put on a showing of it at my school. So I was able to see it with a large group of students. And there were moments during this film where I would look around and I'd look back at the screen and all this depraved shit is happening. And I'm like, these are normal people watching this (laughs) and they love it. And I was shocked. Uh Is it that brutal? I, I watch a lot of movies. I've seen some messed up movies. This is the most messed up thing I've seen in theaters by far. There's some stuff in this movie. This is... I, I'd I be willing to bet, Ari, that it's probably the most fucked up thing you'd have seen if you watched it. Probably. What about me, Nick? Um, I don't know what you've seen, so... <laughs> Two girls, one cup. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not that bad. That doesn't happen. Uh, okay, I don't, no, but like, I don't what know. Are what are actual you've seen?
0: good, s- scary movies? One of oh, my I favorite...
1: Mean, I guess yeah. I really like slashers, so one of my favorite is... uh. It's not really a slasher, except for the ending. But anyway, one of my favorite movies is uh, Starry Eyes, which is this uh, really good, like, unknown horror movie that kind of predicted Me Too, like, five years before Me Too. And when it came out, a bunch of critics were like, this is unrealistic. Like, producers don't make actors have sex with them to get roles, and then it's like, oh, they do. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ooh. yeah. But um, that's very good. And then Starry Eyes? Yes. Okay. And I, then, I also... Yeah, I was just gonna say Nick and I really like It Comes at Night, which isn't like yeah, that's not uh, a horror movie. It's not though. super scary, but like it's it's amazing.
2: I wouldn't say Let's it's see. scary. Period. There's like the dream scene, and that's it. Uh huh. Um, I thought well, it was it's like a suspense movie. Good. It's like a thriller. I don't know. Which yeah, thing. it yeah. is a thriller. Yeah. If I mean we're going off of like recent releases, right? Because I could. We're talking like, about anything. Like I watched Scream. Oh, I've never, I have never seen Scream. And I, no, I enjoyed
0: it. I enjoyed it a lot I've because. Heard it's good. It was so funny. It was so funny because of uh, Shaggy was in it. Shaggy from the live <laughs> oh action once.
2: From the live action, yeah, he's one of the main characters. Those those are some horror movies. I actually, I was meeting. Uh, there's a a room at the cafeteria at my school that has a TV in it, and uh, we put on Freeform, and uh, the the first live-action Scooby-Doo was playing, and it is honestly horrifying the things that happen in this movie. Oh, shit. It is disturbing. Like, the first when Scrappy explodes into, like, this monster, it's horrible. It's so scary. Well, Mr. Bean. Yeah, Mr. Bean. I love that His one. face opens. It's horrible. Yeah, it's classic. It, it was just a nightmare to watch. But Speaking uh, of
0: Nightmares, Nightmares on Elm Street was, I did also think that movie was... Pretty, interesting. That's pretty good
1: i like i like that one i like friday I like the it. 13th i like both of those those are some really good classic you ones in you like friday, my friday
2: opinion. the 13th better than y- halloween yes nick and i will
1: stand <laughs> by that
2: all right you do you man i forget both of them because it's been so long kind of. i i don't think halloween is all that scary i think it's a fine movie but it's nowhere near as good as the thing the, oh, thing, the is thing is fantastic amazing. and Ari, really? if you want a spooky movie you should watch that with some friends. That's. Yeah, there's some things. good parts in that that'll get you. And also, uh, this is the 40th anniversary of Alien. I think Alien is a great, like, spacey yeah, horror movie. Yeah,
1: that they butcher for the second one.
2: <laughs> yeah, that that's just an action movie. But so Alien is actually a is scary fantastic. movie and it's a good movie. Yeah, a- Alien is a great movie and a no, scary no, movie. No, I'm talking about The Thing. Oh, The Thing both. is, yeah, yeah. The Thing is both. Okay,
0: that's where I need it because I need some spooky movies to carry I, on I the I wouldn't even Halloween say season.
2: it's like. You know, from memory, it's not, like, horror movie scary. It's more like, I mean, it is definitely a horror movie, but there's not a lot of, like, guy in the shadows going to jump out. There's No,
1: it's more like gory and, like, jump scares, but, like, yeah. really well done.
2: Yeah, it is yeah. incredible practical effects. That's there was the one part for.
1: that I've told Nick that I was laying Spoilers. in my bed. I was laying oh. in my bed, and I jumped in my bed. That yeah. That's how good a jump scare <laughs> got me. Yeah. I jumped while laying down. <laughs> <laughs> you just
0: levitated over the bed. <laughs> Literally, yes. All right. Well, I think it's now time to move on to the specific movie of this episode, which is Harold and Maude. Harold Potter. Yes.
2: <laughs> Harold and Maude. I, I guess I'll introduce it because it was my suggestion. Uh-huh. Uh, the very first movie that we're going to like break down on, on the postpone ...is called Harold and Maude. It was released in 1971, and I guess I'll kick us off by giving us just a description of what this movie is. Uh-huh. Um, and maybe so, why you picked it. Yeah, Harold and Maude is a dark comedy, I guess? It's, it's a romantic mm-hmm. comedy, technically speaking. And it is about a young boy named Harold who is fascinated with death and... In order to get attention from his mother, he stages fake suicides that get progressively more graphic throughout the film. They're never mm-hmm. like super graphic, but they're just very elaborate. Um, and he also gets kicks out of going to funerals. And should that- we do
0: spoilers alert? Or we, I, should we talk about without spoilers before we go into... I think uh, we'll we can about just about go it straight spoilers first. first. Oh, yeah. well,
1: I was going to say, I think I... we can just do spoilers because we've already told them that that's what we're going to be talking about.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, here I'll I'll finish first, and then I'll tell you what I'm thinking for how we do it. Um, at one of these funerals, he meets an old woman, and he forms a relationship with that woman. He, they're friends, and maybe maybe, maybe at some more points, than friends. More than friends. Yeah. So I picked this movie because it um, it has UCSD ties, which is where I go. Uh, the guy that wrote it went to UCLA and the um there's a actor in this film who was a professor here for a long time he taught drama and theatrical art and the big reason that this movie is a cult classic is because it did really well in college campuses which i can get into once we start actually talking about it but it is a college movie in some ways it at least it appeals to the college demographic but uh so, what did you two think of Harold and Maude? I'll what? go first. Yeah, you can so go first. So,
0: I was watching it with Chloe, because Chloe was here. Oh, yeah. Uh, for a brief period, which is very fun. But aside the point, uh, so, there were some points where I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Just straight, what the fuck? But, okay, so, I knew a little bit about this movie. Yeah. Because you have told me about it, but I didn't know this is the one you were referring to. Really? Yeah. I didn't know Harold and Maude was I thought I had no idea I knew anything about this movie, but after the opening scene... Okay. Like, I, I saw the suicide, and I knew once his
2: mom walked in, she wouldn't yeah. acknowledge it. This I, movie
1: has, like, one of the best opening scenes of any movie ever.
2: It is so fantastic. <laughs> and we can talk about that. I, what I'm thinking is we can give our brief reviews, and then... The assumption is that you've seen this movie, if you're listening, or, like, we don't have to, like, just super to spoiler. It. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. D- listen to We're it or don't, it. watch it or don't, but I, I definitely recommend this. So, are you continue? Yeah, so, I
0: did enjoy it. I think the pacing wasn't perfect, but, I mean, I think it was, uh,
2: it was entertaining. All right. Alright. Wes you have my seen, overview. You have seen this before, right?
1: Yeah, and I think that it is extremely funny. Yes. I, I I really like this movie. I saw this with my dad the first time and he showed it to me. And yeah. <clears throat> just all this stuff like the like the what the fuck moments that Ari was talking about. I, I love what the fuck moments in movies. Yeah. And oh, this yeah, is a movie full of them. And so um, that was just it. I think all the jokes in this are really good. It's, like, really original, and the soundtrack is amazing. It's, like, all Cat Stevens songs. Yeah. And yes.
0: That, w- th- that was – I don't notice music in movies. Like, I barely do. Uh-huh. But this one, I definitely did. Yeah, it was it's well re- done.
1: it's really good. I just think, like, it's a really original comedy. It's something that, like, a lot of these ideas I've never seen in other movies before and after this. Like, so it just yeah. feels really unique, which is what I like about this movie.
2: Yeah. I agree. Um, I don't think I said what I think, but obviously, you know, since I picked it, it implies I like it. Um, I I think I love this movie. This is mm-hmm. the second time I've seen it in a month now. Okay. And I I think, you know, given a few more viewings, this could be one of my favorite movies. Yeah. I, I really, really like right. this. And I'd argue that on a, a like, multiple viewings, like, kind of enhances it a bit, because I liked it a lot the first time, which is why I recommended it, but there are things that I picked up on the second time that, like, knowing things about the characters going in, that there, there's just a lot of stuff that kind of makes the emotions even more poignant, I guess, like, there's a lot of stuff that, you know, is, is kind of hidden in there that's really sweet and, and wonderful, and it's it's all, very, it's all very fun, you know, it's a fun mm-hmm. movie.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. On yeah. another note of what-the-fuck moments, there was one... Well, thing is, he, like, cuts his hand off, he t- puts himself on fire, he shoots himself in the <laughs> yes. head. Like, that's all crazy, like, just, like, you kind of expect it, but you really don't. Yeah. Especially the cut-the-hand one, but, like, there's one that got me, which was, like, did he get old Poon? <laughs> 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 and then you see him blowing bubbles. I'm like, wait a minute. What's okay, happening? All right, and I'm it, gonna
1: be honest with you. I looked the, up this movie and like the first question I see on Google is people also ask Did Harold and Maud sleep together?
0: <laughs> so well, people want to know
1: the world wants to know
0: They obviously <laughs> did like you, you they plant that question into you when they see like you blowing bubbles like wait a minute
2: Well here wait we There's we, like the, phala- the phallic imagery next? <laughs> I, yeah. I think that we can kind of go through this somewhat in order. I don't know how we're going to structure these reviews, but if you're listening after this point, obviously spoilers uh-huh. um, for this movie that you should definitely watch. But I think we already said spoilers, but yeah. I, I hope we did, yeah. So this movie, as Wes says, the opening scene is, like, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just
1: him hanging in a noose, and his mom just walks in on him. Yeah, and it's like... <laughs>
2: Even before that, like the opening of the film, he walks in, he turns on the Cat Stevens. Uh-huh. Uh, the credits are going to like this upbeat song. And then as the song ends, he, he hangs himself. Yeah, just
1: nonchalantly.
2: Yeah, and his mom walks in and just goes, oh, I suppose you think that's very funny, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, it does an excellent job of establishing like this is just what this guy does. And his mm-hmm. mom is used to it yeah and like some great deadpan humor like yeah this is normal like (laughs) it's 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 very british humor despite being an american film and i think that's part of why it didn't do great originally is that it was kind of different from what american audiences were seeing at the time but i think that's like like you say wes it's very different than anything else that i can think of Mm -hmm, definitely it works very well um so i guess we can kind of go through the plot slowly um harold ends up um getting sent to a psychiatrist after one particularly disgusting suicide um where he's like sprayed blood all over the bathroom and i love that scene because the mom walks in and her reaction is like shock like you'd expect but she's not shocked that her son is quote-unquote dead she's like You've, you've gone too far this time. I, yeah. I can't handle it. Exactly, <laughs> it <a> yeah. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So she sends him to a psychiatrist, and there's a lot of, you know, funny moments there. But he entertains himself by going to funerals, as he explains to the to the doctor. Mm-hmm. And at one of these funerals, he meets an elderly woman named Maud, who is a wonderful, wonderful character who I love. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's amazing because, like, so often in movies they have like like a mentor character or something that yeah. like teaches the protagonist about life. Maud is like I said, just like such an original version of this. it's not like some like sensei guy this is like some just a random eighty yeah. year old woman who and also likes so, to go to funerals she's of so people excitable. that they don't know.
2: yeah she's so excitable and energetic, and i i i didn't think of this on the first run, but like on the second viewing, I was getting a lot of uh uh, Vanellope from Wreck-It Ralph vibes. Like, <laughs> yeah, she's got that okay, kind of that. odd, I don't want to say flirtatious, but kind of like a whimsical way of going about things. Uh-huh. Where yeah. she's just she's very not, excitable. She's not your stereotypical 80-year-old woman. Which is like, not at mo- all what I expected, yeah. Yeah,
1: and I think this movie does a really good job of portraying aging as like not a bad thing. Yeah.
0: Um, she is, as we say, whack.
1: Yes. not
2: she... <laughs> in a bad way. Whack. In the most perfect way, she is whack. Uh-huh. And um, I think that, uh, you know, like she's very excitable and she's obviously a contrast to um, Harold, who is, you know, obsessed with death and everything. And she's like, in a way, she is, I guess, supposed to represent life and all the wonderful things and whatever. And it kind of awakens Harold in multiple ways um where he realizes <laughs> that life is good and also <laughs> that he wants to slam dunk an old woman yes so don't we
1: all on the inside yeah <laughs> Some um, 40 and shit
2: so this isn't this isn't the only like old woman romantic movie like the graduate exists and this movie yes, has but... graduate vibes but it is so much better <laughs> yeah is the graduate romantic
1: i don't think it's romantic he... Yeah. This is Robinson.
2: <laughs> yeah. In, in the graduate, it's a lot more of a, I, I don't even know what's going on in that movie. <laughs> he, he just wants to sleep with someone, but this movie, he is very much falling in love with this, this old woman mm-hmm. who, I mean, there's a scene where we're like introduced to her home and it's like a, it's like a train or something <laughs>
1: Um, she has like so much like random shit and it's like she's, she's like, got a fortune like, teller or like
2: yeah she's got like these paintings and like little inventions like there's this small arm that throws bird seed out the window uh-huh. and she's got <laughs> this machine that makes you smell things and there's all sorts of weird stuff in there
1: yeah and it is so endearing like you
0: you can
2: it like you so can endearing. see
0: like why this kid like loves hanging out with her well it started just from like curiosity right like, uh-huh. he didn't just, like, like see immediately see yeah. that because she's just kind of, like, confusing. And yeah. he, just, he just, like, keeps following her around almost. They go on, like, some kind of, like, date-esque things so with just watch the chart, like, the trash. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah. And, well, okay, uh-huh. actually, really quickly, the way that they're introduced, which I think is important, is um, she, she doesn't seem to own a car. She gets around by just taking other people's cars. Uh-huh. And it's, it's not even like malicious It's like her excuse for taking it is I mean almost Charming but it's still like Come on and so she takes For whatever reason Harold drives A hearse around cause he's obsessed With death or whatever yeah. and she steals his Hearse and is like oh I'll give you a ride home and He's like this is my car and she's like Oh well then you'll take me home So she, he gets introduced to her home And, and mm-hmm. all the weird things that she has and
1: What a smooth pick of the line Yeah mm. just silly girl's car
2: yeah, it's, it's just so fun. Um, uh-huh. And the tree was hilarious. Yeah, there's a the whole segment with the tree. And um, one of my favorite aspects of the film is uh, while Harold is falling in love with this old woman, his mom is desperately trying to get him a wife. Yes. Oh, yeah. So and she
1: invites like a bunch of different girls over, and each time he like stages his own
2: death. To scare them off. There's these are like the funniest parts of the movie. Uh huh. Very funny. He's like acting really. He's acting like mostly normal for them, especially the first one. Like he like waves at her and everything through the window. Yeah. And then he just sits outside and lights himself on fire. (laughs) Um, that's probably my favorite death in the film is the lighting on fire, and then he walks in and it's just like, "Hey guys." Uh-huh. I like the. Um, I
0: think my favorite of all of them is the casual just, like, chop off his own arm with the cleaver. Yeah, he's not <laughs> exactly. even trying with
2: that one. Exactly.
1: Can I just say also that, like, I think this kid is, like, so well cast. Because he yeah. looks like he's, like, a 12-year-old boy in an yeah. adult's body. Like, <laughs> it's the yeah, weirdest I, I thing ever. Yeah, I had to look it
2: up. He is, like... How old is he in this movie? He's in his, like, early 20s, Jesus. I think. <laughs> early. early to mid-20s. Uh-huh. Um... He doesn't look like it at all. I think that's part <laughs> of why people are so eh about the old woman romantic relationship is because he looks so young. But, like, in the context of the movie, I don't think he's underage. Yeah, no, no. Yeah,
1: he's, like, college-aged.
2: Yeah. yeah. Oh, it says uh, it says here on Wikipedia he's 18. I don't think they ever specify that, though. Mm-hmm. Um. But, yeah. He, he, could,
1: he could be smashing that poon, and it would be legal. Yeah.
0: <laughs> There was also a subplot with his I think uncle who was in the military. Yes. Oh my god. He... <laughs> this is The one who was missing an arm and he has a uh, little string holes, so he pulls so his fake arm extends to a salute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: he is like talking about all the wonderful things about war as they walk through like a like a VA hospital backyard yeah. <laughs> and there's just people falling over and he's like, "Oh, I used to, or I think the joke is um like the mom describes the military guy as, he used to be uh, MacArthur's right-hand man or Eisenhower's right-hand man, and his arm that's missing is his right one, I believe. (laughs) Amazing. Um, And he's got a picture of Nathan Hale hanging in his office and like just an awkward portrait of Nixon that just stares at him from (laughs) the Uh wall. uh But I was thinking going through this time about uh, the Nathan Hale, and I was like, oh, is that supposed to be symbolic of something? Nathan Hale is most famous for saying, I regret that I have but one life to give for my country. Okay. And the basic concept of this film is that is Harold that commits... Dying? Yeah, he keeps dying. Uh-huh. And... Hey, that's um, some high-level shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I maybe, don't know maybe. what... I, I, I assume that's what it is, because here's the thing. When a movie's good, I make the <laughs> assumption that it's really good. And i like to assume that things they do are intentional. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I believe that everything in this movie, for the most part, is probably intentional. So the way that it's, like, staged, and the, especially the, the writing, is very clearly intentional. Yeah,
1: for sure. So for
2: anything sure. that has to do with what's said is definitely intended by the the author. Mm-hmm. But, um... Yeah, I, I I feel like I feel like I I, I want to hear what Ari has to say about it more because I haven't talked. Oh, to him we still going in it. order because I got some things to say. Yeah, you can say whatever you just, want. Just whoever goes. Okay. Well, I like, have no clue what the structure is for this. I thought like in order of the movie. Yeah. Cause like. Oh no no yeah yeah. No, nah, at this what? point, I'm just
1: talk about the movie. I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I like everything to do with the music. Mm-hmm. I absolutely loved. Like, the banjo and everything. He's, like, trying uh-huh. to learn it. And, like, it's, yeah. like, a metaphor for him learning about, like, good, good things of life. And, like, yeah. it, mm-hmm. like music being that metaphor. And, like, especially the end end. I love that. Because, like, it's Well, when weird he drives a car I'm off a, a cliff. <laughs> yeah. Because, like...
1: That's, that scene's amazing.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. Like, the thing is,
0: it... The whole thing is he's faking suicides all the time. Right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. even knowing that about his character. That's, like, one of his main defining traits... He still gets me at the end because I thought it was real. Yeah. yeah. Like, you <laughs> exactly. don't know. I actually thought he was doing it. Mm-hmm. And well, at the end, it's like mean. a really bright message because then he plays his banjo, light music, and he skips along. Like, he's, he's happier because of her. Uh-huh, yeah. Exactly.
1: Like, it doesn't, like, obviously, like, the death is sad, but, like, he's learned to, like, come. She's taught him, like, how to come to terms with, like, life. And, like, I feel like she makes him value life more. Yeah, than he, that's he ever did. That's, like that's cool what's message. so
2: wonderful, and I think there's like a beautiful juxtaposition of her death, even though it's not, like it. It's only clear if you think about it, but her death is like a suicide, right? Because uh-huh. she decides that her uh, she's gonna be gone yeah. at eighty. Eighty that's, years is the time. Yeah, she's like, oh, isn't it a literally like her opening that line? That point is, was just awful. Yeah, her opening line is like. 80's a good time to go, don't you think? <laughs> so it's not... Even yeah. though like it's told to you multiple times, it's like still a surprise at the end because right. you don't expect it's it. Because a random cause, thing, yeah. Because Harold doesn't expect it, you know? Yeah, well, there's no reason to. She's such a, a lively spirit, and do you know how long their relationship was? Because I remember her
0: mentioning how far away her birthday was at the beginning, but I it's, forget. It's
2: I. It's like a week. It's barely. That's what I was week. thinking.
0: It's like a week. Mm-hmm. Like a lot happens in this very short period of time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
2: and it's. I mean, there's definitely some less subtle stuff about it. Her being a metaphor for life or whatever. Like she's always talking about flowers, and she's like, "Oh, I like to watch things grow." And the tree. But I think there is a <laughs> couple, tree. oh yeah, the tree's so wonderful, <laughs> yeah. But a... there's That's... a couple everything to do with the tree was hilarious. And the there's cop. two things that I think are very subtle that talk that are sort of implying her views on life. And so the first thing is when they come out of the funeral at the church, they're t- carrying the casket and they're sticking it in a limo or a, or a hearse or whatever and a marching band is going by like this really bright exciting marching band right next to uh this sad scene about death so you're you're watching these people carry a casket and there's just do doo doo doo, doo yeah, in the background yeah exactly and i think that's supposed to be her she's the marching band and Harold is the sad dreary funeral at first right mm-hmm. and i was thinking you know if she's so obsessed with life you know why does she go to the to the funerals and all. And I realized that when they go to, she asks, what else do you do when you're not at funerals? And they go to like a junkyard where they're knocking a building over and they're just <laughs> sitting on like a cement slab, having a yeah. picnic.
1: Uh-huh.
2: And she's like, this is fine, but this isn't what it's about. Right. So she clearly enjoys going to these funerals, but she doesn't like the destruction aspect of it. Cause she doesn't like sitting there watching the building break down Right. So, like, she looks at death as part of life. I Mm -hmm. think.
1: As like, yeah, she uses the funerals as like a way to celebrate life. I guess.
2: Yeah, there. It's just a lot of, you know, celebrating life. Was she a Holocaust survivor? Okay, so yeah, I was gonna get into that. Um, (laughs) So that's part of why I think it's so much like more emotional watching it a second time, is it's a single shot when they're sitting there looking out at the water or whatever, and she's talking about seagulls, and Harold holds her her hand, and he looks down at her forearm, and there's a tattoo on it, and I looked it up specifically. Apparently, only Auschwitz did the arm tattoos, so that means she's at the worst one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They never bring it up again. That's the only time it's ever yeah. brought up, and knowing that going in, there's parts where she talks about like being a young girl in Vienna and marrying, she's talking about oh, soldiers are so wonderful in their uniforms and she says, she starts crying at one point early in the film, but we don't know why, she's just getting sad about her husband and like there's this whole story for her, this whole backstory that you don't really notice the first time but hmm. watching it a second time I'm like, this is like really, really sad you know? huh I, it's just, it's a very emotional film, and movies don't normally make me feel things, because I Aww. lack emotion. <laughs> but, uh, don't we all? Yeah. So I, I was just, I feel like I'm doing the majority of the talking. I picked the movie, but I'd I <laughs> i mean I'd like to hear what, what you've the other What you said is insightful. Think. Yeah, what? Well, I like enjoying what you're, I enjoy hearing <laughs> what you're saying, because you both well, yeah, but like, have said I don't wanna, it's insightful. I don't want to come across as like, oh yeah, I've seen it more times, so my <laughs> interpretation is valid, you know? No. I I'm generally I'm genuinely interested in your first opinion, Ari, because the reason I picked this movie is based off of my first impression. So I'm I'm interested to know if you liked it as much as Wes and I do. I feel like it
0: becomes more and more perfect towards the end, you know, because as you're watching, you're like, oh, just like some idea, some person had the funny idea of someone's faking suicides. <laughs> But yeah. it gets like, so you don't expect it to be so impactful. Yeah. And like, towards the end, you realize, oh shit, these like funny com- comedic things in this, like, this movie with like the, these random transitions are actually like puzzle pieces yeah. to like a really like cool message. And like, yeah. you don't really understand that to the end. And that probably makes sense why on the second viewing, you get to really like understand those puzzle pieces for what they are.
2: And there's a lot of, like, visual symbolism in it. Like, uh, one of the funerals she's coming out of, she's wearing, like, this bright white uh, raincoat. Everyone else is in black. And she pulls out this tiny yellow umbrella. (laughs) It's just, like, prancing along. Uh And uh, there's a part where... um... Oh, God, there's some other symbolic thing that I thought was uh, really... Oh, yes, okay. So even though it's about their kind of romantic relationship... I think the most we ever see is, like, he kisses her neck. There's the implied, uh, the implications <laughs> with him waking up in bed blowing bubbles. The bubbles. Right? And uh, I, just, I just noticed he's blowing bubbles. He's not, the, the standard stereotype is you're, you're smoking, smoking the cigarette. Smoking the cigarette, yeah. Right? And he's blowing bubbles, you know? And that's, <laughs> you know, the life equivalent of smoking. <laughs> but uh there's a part early on that's a funny connection yeah <laughs> i don't know i don't know if you noticed ari but there is a part early on where she's like showing him all all the art that she has like the paintings and everything and she's like oh i made this sculpture i really want you to to feel it right oh and it's incredibly sexual the way he, oh like, yeah slowly feels up uh-huh. the, oh, the sculpture my and i'm like okay w- when i first watched it i'm like I see what's going to happen in this movie. Um, yeah, that, that was one of uh, these movies. That but was yeah. another what the fuck moment. And I, so I, you know part, I live for them, Ari. I Possibly the joke I laugh the hardest at each time is when he tells his mom that he's going to get married to this old woman. <laughs> the she, flower. she just hands him a picture and she uh, goes, I suppose you think this is very funny, Harold, a sunflower. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: And then she goes, What are you serious? And then there's three shots in, there's three shots in a row where first off the the general is talking to, to Harold and he's like, This is disgusting. I can't believe in that you wanna marry this old woman. He's got a picture of Richard Nixon behind him. Right? And then it cuts to the psychologist. He's got a picture of Freud behind him. He's like, I believe that this means you actually subliminally want to fuck your grandmother. <laughs> yeah. And then uh. he cuts to the priest. And the priest is the guy played by the UCSD professor. His name's okay. Eric Christmas. And it's like this really awkward long shot where it slowly zooms in. Yeah. And he's like sweating. There's a picture of the Pope <laughs> behind him. And he's like, you want to play with this... The, the flabby breasts and the sagging <laughs> yeah. buttocks, and it's the most disgusting thing. g c
1: s d for you, baby. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, what? the? I wish I paid more attention <laughs> towards the beginning, because I was make- making mac and cheese and I wasn't yeah. like. <laughs> so
1: did you did you buy the forty pound bucket, Ari?
0: <laughs> no, I've yet to buy. Dude, I have so much mac and cheese. I have like fifteen boxes of mac and cheese. Damn. Damn.
2: Yeah. Ari, right, will you watch this movie again?
0: Uh, I don't watch movies twice very often, but if I have a reason to... If I was between this movie and, or, or, like, most other movies, I would probably say yeah. Like, I generally tend to movies I haven't seen before, but yes. If, uh-huh. Compared to other movies, if I had the option, yes. Alright.
2: Uh, if that Wes, makes any sense. Will you watch, I would watch this. I would
1: watch this movie until I die.
2: Yeah, I think I will too. This is wonderful. Um... Really quickly, I want to talk about uh, one more thing about this movie. So, critics did not like this movie when it came out. Roger Ebert Yeah, gave I'm looking it one at this. It, and it has
1: a 1.5 on Roger Ebert. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And he did not like it. He's like, we get it. Maude is supposed to be life. Harold's death. Whatever. <laughs> right? And all these critics are like, it's disgusting. It's about an old woman fucking a boy. It's got all this dark humor and suicide and everything. Uh-huh. And, um... I love this review. Variety gave it a review that says, this movie has all the fun and gaiety of a burning orphanage. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Which I disagree with very strongly. I disagree
1: with, but I love that quote. But
2: (laughs) Paramount released this movie and they're like, no, everyone hates it. Oh, God. But then they noticed something. They noticed it was playing very, very well on college campuses. So they decided to re-release it, directing it At the youth market and people loved it and it became a cult classic and the way that I learned about this movie I had heard of it before and I had intended to watch it at some point but I'm in a film studies class here and this was the first movie that we watched Um, it's a class on cult films and this has like its following you know I might be part of that following now because I really liked it but I'd like to ask you to why why is this movie so resonant with like our age range? Like, what is it about this movie that appeals to college students? Specifically? I have no
0: fucking idea.
2: <laughs> uh, do you have any ideas? Cause like I, I'd have um, to think about it, but because
1: we all subliminally want to fuck eighty-year-old women.
2: I think that's it. Yep. No, I think because it's like it's 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 not
1: necessarily edgy, but it's different, right? Like it's it's like yeah. anti-your parents, right? Because like he's like. Not conforming to what his mom wants, so I think yeah. um, this is like uh, it's edgy in a very unique way. I guess not in like a oh like emo way, but it's it is it is a rebellious movie,
0: and it's I'm, I think it's a very important team. I feel really. it has like, to be something more than that because like it's a pretty stark difference between I assume the reviews and like well, because like, like, like maybe
2: reviews. I think part of it is because the main character is so young. and he's in our age range, right? Neither of you are eighteen anymore, but I am. <laughs> And, like, he is college-aged, he doesn't go to school in this, but he's at the same age, and this is when he's learning about all the joys of life and all the wonderful things, and he's kind Mm -hmm. of realizing there's more to life than whatever he thought. And I guess that might be part of the appeal, is just, you know, young college-age boy learning about the joys of the world, slam-dunking grandma. Exactly. Uh,
1: (laughs) All those things.
2: You know, uh, no. I, 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 I don't know. I, I, I'm glad it, you know, has. Well, this I think we brought that up.
0: I was kind of trying to think about it, but I feel like it has to be something big.
1: I think the moral of the story is that everyone wants to fuck big the cat, <laughs> and that's the T. All right, <laughs> okay, that's the wrong right? <laughs> that, with and then? with that, should I close us out?
2: Uh, well, yeah, go ahead, everyone. Watch this movie, if if you haven't already uh-huh. and close you, out the podcast you... yes why well, I, I suppose right oh okay well okay so well, i thought we we're gonna talk about these... what movie we're gonna see next in... well,
0: well you know? yes yeah, yeah, yeah. this
2: is part of the outro Ari. So stick way to the these, game plan the way these episodes are gonna work is i led this one because i picked harold and maude and wes is going to go ahead and do our outro and he's gonna suggest next week's or next episode's film and the idea is that you the, the many listeners, all three of you, can watch the movie us. before then, <laughs> and you can kind of be part of the discussion. You can pretend we're your friends. exactly. And uh, so he's going to be leading the next episode, and also the outro, because this is his film, and then when Ari recommends his film next time, he's going to be leading the third episode, and we're going to jump between <laughs> the three of us in that rough order. Uh-huh. So, Wes, if you want to go ahead and tell us what Maybe a little context, kind of, of course, build up of the course. suspense. Go ahead of and course. tell us, what is our so, next movie?
1: Okay, so <clears throat> I'm in a class here. It's a writing the essay class for all uh, students who are in the School of the Arts. Uh, mm-hmm. It's called Writing the Essay, Art in the World. And basically, for our first major essay of the class, we have to choose a, like a source essay, one of six like, really like 20-page es- like uh, essays that we had to read for the class, and then compare that to a work of art. Mm. So I chose a movie because um, you know, like I like movies. I watch movies, and there's <laughs> a lot of good, like there's a lot of like good uh, stuff about movies, like good critical essays. Um, and so I chose this. The source essay I chose was by Susan Sontag. It's called "Looking at War," mm-hmm. and it deals with like violence and war and depicting war in like art and stuff, and also like masculinity. So originally I was going to pick a film called uh, Dunkirk, because <laughs> this is definitely a war movie, um, yeah. and it's 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 unique, <laughs> but um, it came no out too. Yeah, it came out too recently that I couldn't find any like scholarly writing about it. Mm-hmm. So instead, um, I thought, well, what's a movie that might not deal with war but has to deal with violence and masculinity? So. Um, I decided uh, to choose this one movie that I actually found a lot of stuff on at the library. Um, I checked out a book about it. It's called, like, something... something. It's called Profane Parables and, like, the American Dream or whatever. And there's, like, a chapter on American Beauty and all that. Um, But we're not talking about American Beauty. We're talking about... um, the edgiest of edgy movies. I'm so scared. I,
2: you're building it up too much. <laughs> I'm terrified. I, I am
1: dance. terrified. What, one of my favorite movies ever, probably in my top ten. Um, called Fight Club. So, oh my god! Movie it. That, okay.
0: I'm so happy. I recently okay. saw this with You Chen. I have an excuse. I have to see it. Yes. I, <laughs> I recently
1: saw this for the second time with You Chen uh, to prepare myself for my essay. And oh. look, I really like this movie. I'm not saying you have to, but um. It's a movie, all right. I okay. think that's a
2: fantastic I, I have seen, first
0: uh, recommendation.
2: Yeah, I have seen this film. I've seen Fight Club before. I am excited to watch it again now. That's uh-huh. that's a fantastic selection, Wesley. Okay. Thank you. So, in Thank the you.
0: future, is it something that one of us had not seen hypothetically? I think ideally.
2: Let okay, me explain. Um, it, the criteria. So the criterion no, collection. We can Ooh. pick whatever we want. Um, To talk about I don't th- I think for the first three it should be movies That the recommender has seen Before and really likes but after that I'm not opposed to suggesting a movie That none of us have seen Oh, And like something on one of your Watch lists that mm-hmm. you really want to watch And you want an excuse to watch it I And see. I'm also not opposed to Watching movies that are Not necessarily Great and talking <laughs> the about room. them no,
0: I am uh, saving my room virginity for when I'm with Nick again. Yeah, I'm going to watch The Room with Art,
2: but I wouldn't be opposed to recommending like CJ7 or something like that, even though we've oh, all seen shit. it. I would love to talk about that on a podcast. Uh-huh. So just keep those in the back of your mind. You can recommend anything you want as long as it's a movie. Um, and as long as you're willing but to Nick, watch it. But Nick, can the it audience
0: the recommend season. movies for us to watch with the uh, video question? Oh, if,
2: if they want to, uh, they video, can, you and, and if we're <laughs> well, willing to have to, to, to send us a video <laughs> I'm also of them if, asking us. If in the future we want to have guest stars or whatever, I don't know how recommendations are going to work with that, but um, we, can, we can burn that bridge when we cross it. Um, I like that. Right. So it's up to you now, Wes, to lead us out.
1: So that's all we have time for on this episode of Postpone, episode one, titled... Um, probably just Harold and Mod. Ah, uh, um, we can
0: be more creative. We'll figure it out.
1: Okay. Um, Harold Potter and Mod Tipton. Potter. I don't know. Mod Potter. Her- <laughs>
2: Harold Potter and the Chamber of Mod. Ah!
1: Ah! <laughs> Bubbles. Um. <laughs> but yeah. Uh. This is our podcast. Be sure to like our Instagram and subscribe to our Watch Mojo. And um. <laughs> yeah. Top five episodes of Postpone coming soon to a watch mojo near you. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. know what I'm doing. Can you I tell that I, I never either. closed out a Pone in our entire time of doing that <laughs> So show? the first Postpone is yours. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, we have an Instagram like that. Follow that. We have a Twitter maybe. We have a Wiki. Yeah. We have a YouTube. It's called Pone. And probably a new one for this called postpone.
2: Yeah, I, uh, I'll probably just throw it on the same. Wiki. <laughs> I'm gonna make a subreddit for us. We have a
1: subreddit,
2: and I'll probably keep the same Instagram and everything. We have the same Instagram. Um, we are hosting this on Anchor, and I'm not. Shout
1: not shout outs, sh- Anchor. Yeah, we it's are free, paying it's nothing wonderful. to them. This is um, free advertisement. <laughs> Give us our money.
2: We're still figuring out how it works, but there's actually supposedly... we kind of have an Anchor sponsorship, don't we? <laughs> shut up
0: <laughs> shut the fuck up kid um
2: we're still figuring out how it works supposedly you can send voice messages if y'all want to do that go ahead uh yeah, please. otherwise Let go to know the, what the you're subreddit thinking. i'll i'll make sure that you i don't know if you can post show notes with the uh i episode. don't assume why you couldn't hopefully we can so go check that if you want relevant links to whatever we talked about and go watch Fight Club before our next episode. Yeah, we'll probably see Which you be in, be in two, two weeks.
1: weeks. In two yeah. weeks. Yep. So...
2: Do we do the Pwn thing again? I do poem to thing? This. Like the Pwn? Probably not. That's dumb. We could also we just, have like... Yeah, we could also just. Yeah, well, we're we're
1: over that, Ari. We are post. We never did um. the
2: hand thing in the first place. I'd always try to get us to do the bump, and y'all would like. Well, the thing a is, because it was too camera. close
0: to the PewDiePie fist bump. Well, we should so do I it, it was now was that it's audio. So yeah, now that it's <laughs> audio,
2: everyone's gotta punch the microphone.
0: All right, and that's it. Bye.